what can it mean? Son of man, how does the word of the divine pass in The divine doesn't put every moment to the force. Is the word taken from it to make anything? You can go make a peg for it, to hang the vessel on? Behold, it is given to the fire for fuel. When the fire has consumed both ends of it, in the middle of it is charged, is it useful for anything? Behold, when it was burned, it was used for nothing. How much less when the fire has consumed it and it is charred can it ever be used for anything? Therefore, thus says the Lord God, like the word of the vine among the trees of the forest, of which I have given to the fire for fuel, so have I given up the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And I will set my face against them. Though they escape from the fire, the fire shall yet consume them. And you will know that I am the Lord when I set my face against them. And I will make the land desolate. Really intriguing chapter. He talks about buying wood. We're talking about grapevines here. Now, you know, there are a lot of important things that are made out of wood. Cedar, oak, pine, cypress. Just what do you make out of vine wood? You know, I mean, you can't even really make a vine to a peg to hang something from. You know, I, 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 I can't, I've never heard of anybody finding some really good application for vine wood. Yeah, there's no way you have a grapevine. You don't grow it for the wood, right? You know, and uh, what if you took that uh, vine wood that's virtually useless in mint condition and you burn it? You know, does firing wood somehow enhance its value? You know, sometimes firing metal does. Or clay. But you burn wood, it just deteriorates. It doesn't help us. Jerusalem has already been twice charred by Nebuchadnezzar in 605 and again in 597. So, you know, as wood, Jerusalem wasn't much at its best, and they weren't at their best. If an unburned wood, vine wood, has no use, a mostly burned vine wood has absolutely no use. What are you going to do with this vine wood? Now, that's his point. He says, you're nothing as wood. Now, think about this. What is it that you have a vine for? Grapes! You like grapes? I like grapes. They're sweet, they're good. You know, they're easy to eat too. Some fruits you have a hard time, you know, cutting up and all that, but it's nice to just you know, pick up those grapes and eat them. Grapes are great. Vinewood's useless. You know, here's the application I think he's making. You know, Israel, when they bore fruit for the Lord, wonderful, productive, useful. Honored by God. When they didn't bear fruit for God, but they tried to compete with the other nations as wood. You know, just think about it. You know, how did Israel stack up in the wood department with other nations? Think about their comparative military power. Think about their cultural contributions. 
Uh, think about the antiquity of their origin. Think about the extent of their territory. Think about the abundance of their resources. What are you going to, I mean, how are you going to ever, you know, see Israel as being important among nations as a nation? All the things that define great nations, from the worldly standpoint, do not define Israel. It's exactly like us. You know, as a church, you know, how are we going to look compared to the great churches of the world? You know, we have more educated pastors. You know, do we have finer buildings? Do we have more talented musical performances? You know, and so forth and so on. Pretty soon it's like, you know, as, as churches in the world go, we don't exactly have much to offer. If we're not bearing fruit for the Lord and righteously serving Him, we're pretty much useless. I mean, that's Israel. When they lost their distinctiveness as a righteous nation serving God, they lost it all. Remember what Jesus said? If the salt loses its saltiness, tell me, what can you do with unsalty salt? Nothing. I mean, what, what would you do? What, what practical value would unsalty salt have? What practical value do unrighteous Christians have? If we're not fruitful, we're useless. So was Jerusalem. He's given them over to the fire. He set his face against them. God's going to destroy them. They had no use. Not bearing fruit. Useless as wood. To the fire they go. That's his point. In chapter 15, it looks to me like. I think that's a great lesson, great illustration. I love that concept. I think we need to realize, we start competing with the world, we're, we're doomed. We have nothing to, we have, we have no, no contribution to make, no, no, uh, ability to compete. We, we are only something as we are bearing fruit for God. As, as, as fruit bearing uh, branches great, anything else useless. Thoughts and comments, yes. Yes, absolutely. Isaiah 5, John 15, Israel is not bearing fruit, but Jesus is the vine, and we need to be attached to him to have life. Jacob. Because, you know, if you wear the name of Christ, what everything you do reflects on him. And so if we're not bearing fruit, we're really, we're not just neutral, we're detrimental. John. So, even with what you said, you said by the world's sake, and so that kind of just stood out. What you're saying, so, really, we're not judged by the world's sake. Anything that we do is not judged by the world's sake, but it's judged by God's sake. And so, also with that, it's how when we see ourselves and how people see us. So they're actually searching for Christ. 
Right. Amen. With just what it weighed ought to be. Other thoughts? Okay. Well, chapter 16. 